All right, I'm here with Jasmine. She's going to introduce herself, and then we're going to go from there. Good morning, everybody. Hello from Los Angeles. I'm originally from Berlin, live in London, but have some business meetings in L.A. So I'm the founder and CEO of the Confident Boss Academy, and we help female coaches, consultants, and service entrepreneurs overcome fear and start their own six-figure businesses. And I'm very fortunate to have been able to build my own company in the past two years from literally zero to seven figures and above. And thank you so much, Brandon, for having me. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful to have you. So I kind of want to get into that. So how did that start? Like, was it something that you knew you were going to do? Or was it something that you figured out later on? So, you know, when you're a child and you're like five years old and you feel like you were just meant for so much more, but you just have no idea. And then you fall into this trap as a teenager and then you start growing up and you start to believe people that you have to get a corporate job and you have to, you know, just just do the right thing and follow the, the social kind of ladder and things like that. So no, it was not planned at all. Actually, it was it was pretty much of a, a revelation when I was working in real estate and finance for a hedge funds in London. I had a lot of people constantly asking me for guidance and coaching. So I was like, I should probably do this more often. People seem to really like this. And then um, I came across um, a coaching certification offering with my mother. Um, because my mother used to be a coach um, many, many years ago. She doesn't do it full-time, um, but she she told me, Jasmine, you should definitely do a coaching certification. So I wondered, okay, I can do this, you know, once I'm older and I'm pregnant and my husband is working, you can see my mindset back then. I can stay home on the phone and, <laughs> and talk to, you know, my clients. And yeah, that that's, that was the idea. But then I just fell in love with coaching so much that I knew I had to do it full time and there is no way that I'm not going to do this. So after my second training day, I was like, right, I'm going to quit my job. I called my mother. I'm like, I've got to quit my job, but I'm going to make this happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What was her response to that? You know, what was like her thoughts on that? Oh, my mom is the most amazing woman you'll ever meet. She totally supported me on everything. She said, yes, let's do it. You know, let me know if you need anything. Uh, here's what we can do. She, she's awesome. So she, she said, yes, let's do it. You know, just make sure this is really what you want to be doing. Uh, make sure this is definitely something that you want to be doing long term as well. Because I had a very, very good job. I lived in a penthouse next to Harrods in uh, Knightsbridge, London. So like very, very beautiful great you know life but it just wasn't for me so she said you know make sure you listen to your heart and um, follow your intuition follow what you really want to be doing in life and don't wake up thinking oh I should have done this and I didn't mm-hmm. and the first few weeks how how did that go like what what was your what were you doing what were you trying to do okay so back then I was stuck in a I was stuck in an abusive relationship, actually, and I I was in a job that I really didn't enjoy, and I was obviously stuck in this apartment, so within 24 hours um, after, you know, I did my certification, I felt more stable, and I I realized, okay, this is really what I want to be doing. I've made that, like, decision. I packed my bags. I had the moving van waiting downstairs. I, I quit my job the morning. And I left my boyfriend and, and I left 
and I went traveling and I tried to really understand what is it that I'm trying to create. I had no idea how big this was going to get of having a uh, a huge business now of, of, of having this academy and helping hundreds and hundreds of women worldwide. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely, I was just completely overwhelmed. I felt super lost. I mean, I was, I was very, very shy back then. I had very low self-worth, which obviously attracted this kind of relationship, this kind of job, just settling for whatever. So that is that is the thing I, I tried to implement a couple of you know weeks months later I tried to implement business strategy but it just doesn't work that way and this is unfortunately the biggest misconception the majority of coaches out here are trying to do they think they can just go from where they are to where they want to go like that and they don't even they don't even realize that you can't just implement strategy you need the mindset first. You first have to become that person, that woman. You have to become that person first, which is why I dedicated the entire first month of, of the Confident Boss Academy on building yourself, of overcoming those fears. Because if you're trying to, if you're trying to implement strategy and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to be earning 10K a month, 20K mm -hmm. a month, but you don't have that mindset capacity, you're afraid of sales, you don't think you're good enough, it's just not going to work out and it's unrealistic. And that's why I don't want anyone else to suffer like I did. And uh, you were kind of successful. Like, uh, when did you start seeing success? Like, when you were like, okay, this is working, I'm going to continue. Uh, so, please define success. Uh, there's not really like a good definition <laughs> for it. Like, some for people yours. think. Uh, mine is very different. It's more like family, having things around you, not things, but like people around you that just bring joy to your life. So that's my <laughs> definition of success. <laughs> some people may say money. Some people say, you know, just having all everything that you need, balance, stuff like that. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, Brandon. That's exactly why I asked because everybody has their own definition of success so back then my definition of success was being able to replace my income and to be able to live independently like that was my definition of success and with all the trial and error and hiring coaches and business coaches not doing the mindset work not working on me not liberating my fears it took me a good six months it really did you know um, and, and, and that was, that was that, you know, it took a very long time, uh, for, for the feeling when you're in it, you know, <laughs> it does feel a long time, feel like a long time. And, uh, like for those like six months, how, like, what was your day by day? Was it like, like, were you working like all the time? Were you? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I was, I was posting, I was doing all these things, you know, the Instagram, the blog, the email. That's the issue. You know, so many women out there, they're trying. And I call it the spaghetti to the wall strategy. You're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, hoping something will stick. But unless you actually have a proven system for coaches, for consultants, for women who are currently still struggling, maybe they're in the nine to five. You know, there's very different kind of strategies that you should be implementing to somebody who doesn't have a following, who doesn't have anything and starting from scratch than from somebody who already has a warm audience and, you know, they already have all this stuff and they just want to scale. There's differences in that, you know? Um, so I had to come up with a system that worked for me. So I was pretty much my first client. 
and I had so many random clients. I didn't have a niche or anything like that. But then I realized, okay, I need to narrow this down. And more and more women came to me, you know, female coaches, especially for my coaching certification. Jasmine, wow, you made this happen. Jasmine, you know, how do I do this? So that's when we started to put together the Confident Boss Academy to make sure that, you know, we cover everything in once. So you don't just have, you know, the mindset or you don't just have the niche or you don't just have the business strategy or just the sales strategy because you need everything to run a successful business. You need to know, you need to feel good in your own skin. You need to feel 100% confident in yourself, your services, the price of your services, like the fear that is paralyzing you has to be gone, at least to the extent for you to take action. Of course, there's always going to be new things, but you know, for you to actually be successful, like if you see the first success, you have to believe in yourself so much and in your services and that you can do it, that there is no doubt about it. Because if you still doubt about it, there's just no way it's going to actually happen. Then also focusing on, you know, the niche, making sure you know exactly who your ideal client is, then also moving towards actually attracting the right leads without, you know, hustling and doing things hard. And I'm not a big fan of hustle hard because you shouldn't be hustling. It just means something's not working and you're trying to make up for it, you know? <laughs> so um, that's the thing. And, um, and then the sales, like people think, you know, you have to become this like sales monster where you pressure people. You don't, you know, but you need to know how to do it. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm not going to give them a half solution. I want to cover everything they need so they don't have to like go somewhere else uh, to try and find it and patch it all together. And then it's kind of a mess because everybody uses a different strategy. Mm -hmm. So that's really when I was in that situation, why I created it and how, how it worked for me and, and what didn't work. So I'm like basically saving people a lot of time and a lot of money <laughs> and trying and trying to, you know, just give them the easiest, fastest way. Mm -hmm. And how did you kind of develop like all this confidence to do all this? Like, how did you kind of go about that? Well, I mean, I obviously I use the same strategies. So I'm a huge believer in, you know, what you resist persists. So if you're lying to yourself and you're like, oh, I don't have the fear. I don't, you know, I'm fine. It's just the marketing's not working or the leads are bad or, you know, I, I can't reach people. It, it's not that. M mainly in the most of the time, let's put it that way. Most of the time, it's not that. It is something internally, you know, mm -hmm. even now hitting the next level, I need to work myself thinking what is in me that is stopping me from 10 million, 20 million, you know what I mean? Like what is stopping me? And the thing is, it's not about the money either. Um, it is really about the more money you're making, the more people you're helping. So it's not about the money. Like you said, time with family. For me, that's exactly what success looked like too because I don't want to be working and hustling and doing all this stuff and not have time for my own family. So absolutely, I agree with you. So I want to make sure my business is as efficient, getting the best results for my clients, but also I'm not compromising on being with my family and having fun and being in you know a, a great environment where I love to be in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of like what it's all about. Just, um, I mean, it's what you did is very difficult for a lot of people. Um, what, what is something that you kind of figured out throughout your whole kind of journey of building the business that you really didn't know at the beginning? I think I was trying to do it by myself, believing mm -hmm. that you can just do this. 
And, you know, maybe some people do it, but it takes years. But they don't really do it by themselves. They'll watch YouTube videos, they'll watch blogs, and they'll read and content, content, you know, hiding in their own room, like, forever. So, I mean, if you really want to see results fast and you believe, like, this is something you want to be doing, like, don't try and do this by yourself. Like, get a coach or get somebody who's already achieved what you want to achieve. But don't get somebody who's almost achieved it or, like, is, like, trying to achieve it or uh, has a different niche. Find somebody who's doing exactly what you're doing and has already gotten the results um, and then model them and get the best help from them because, honestly, then there is it's success is a science like you can't put a plus b in and then not get the same results over long term not saying it's going to be a little bit different but over time there it's like there is it's inevitable for it not to work like there is just no way it's not going to work if you're doing it right if you're doing the mindset if you're you know really taking the right action all the time and you have the help to keep you moving forward I mean, I tried to do it by myself. It didn't work. I tried to do like half strategies. I like did like, you know, $99 solution things, you know, like a lot of different things, but he wanted to do it right. And you really want to be doing and earning 10,000 or plus per month, you know, get yourself a coach or somebody that actually knows how to do this and have them help you and follow them like on the, to the word. <laughs> don't go left. Don't go right. Like, follow through, build that resilience because the more consistent you are, the more consistent your money and you know, the people you're going to help will be. Mm -hmm. And uh, like the feeling of helping all those people, like, how do you feel about that? Like, does it like, you get excited about it? Like helping all these people with like how they far they can go. <laughs> a little bit like every morning I wake up listening to asking Alexa to play Pitbull I like to dance and get excited and feel this gratitude and honestly that's the best part when I sign up and enroll a new client I'm not thinking oh I just made this money no it's like oh my god like we get to build this empire and this is exciting because I basically get to build hundreds of different like businesses worldwide, like all of my passion, like fashion design services, health services, like relationship, like so many different things. And I get to build them and then they execute and they help people and they're making money. And, you know, I, I see them like buying new cars and houses and I'm like, oh my God, this is because, you know, they're able to do this for their family now, which is just beautiful. You know, it's that ripple effect and that really excites me and makes me so grateful. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. <laughs> Best yeah. feeling ever. And uh, just wondering, like, what is, like, your kind of daily life like now? Like, uh, I, I think you just cut out. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, like, uh, what is, like, your daily life now? Like, what's a day in your life like? Ooh, uh, I would say I have this two years, the last two years, I've been traveling almost nonstop. Um. I've also been doing uh, Tony Robbins Platinum of the Year this year. So I literally travel to all these events. We're in LA right now. I travel with my mother. So we finally get to spend a lot of time together, which is amazing. Um, then we we go to Hawaii next. So, And then I'm back in London. And I just decided I'm not even going to go back to London this year. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm coming back in January. And then January, I want to have more consistency at home and have like more of a routine. Because I think the only thing that is actually routine-based is my client calls, uh, my team meetings with my, my entire uh, staff, 
and then um, obviously my mindset and morning and evening rituals. The rest is kind of almost designed by me on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, my executive assistant's like, okay, you have this and this, you know, and then I get to throw in a podcast like this. So it's fun. You know, if I, if I have time, like, oh yeah, let's, let's do it. You know, let's, let's, let's do that too. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mentioned a podcast. Uh, you have a podcast as well. Uh, <laughs> I do. I do. The Confident Boss Academy, but I met your podcast. <laughs> I was yeah. like, let's, let's, let's jump on with Brandon and see what he's all about and have fun with him too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but I'm very interested in like other podcasters cause it's a lot of, you know, a lot of people are starting to do it now, especially since like it's become easier to record and just do all that kind of stuff. Um, what got you into podcasting? Were you listening to a show? Like, was there a specific podcast that you really liked? And then you'd be like, oh, I can do this as well. I think it's a lot about visibility and my uh-huh. responsibility with my gifts to be as seen as possible to reach the people that need help. So I think it's a lot, of, it's a lot about making sure that you are using your strengths to everybody's benefit. So if people prefer podcasts, I'd love to be there to make sure that they can consume my content so that I can help them. Uh, but if I'm not in here, it uh, would, be, would be a shame. You know, it would be, it would be a shame not to show up. And it's a passion of mine, talking, interviewing people. And, and you know, that, that of course too. But I think nowadays um, you have to almost have like an omnipresence of making sure that you are available for them. Because if you're just not there, like, why are you not there? You know, like, you should be showing up for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it, like, you're kind of just developing a relationship in the podcast and going back and forth. It's very, like, a lot of topics can come up that uh, a lot of people want to hear about or they're going through the same thing. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's really true. Mm-hmm. What was kind of like the hardest part of your, like the whole business thing? Was it just that you didn't know what exactly to do? Um, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a mixture of like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do right now. Like, can somebody just tell me like the golden, like, you know, when you like have this image, this guy who's like 10 feet before gold and you like need that golden shovel you just like is it coming or what <laughs> like pay, impatience you know of like is this really going to work out is it going to be worth it long term or is it not um and literally being in this position where you're like financially you can't even afford anything like I'm not saying it's easy for everybody and everybody just has has money lying around to invest in a coach I'm not saying that that's easy and at some point I was in an apartment where I had to move out and rented on Airbnb and stay with friends to get back on my feet, you know? Not saying it's going to run smoothly, but if you want to make it work, it will work. I mean, it has paid off, you know? So, yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of struggles or, like, doubting myself, doubting the whole thing and, like, being like, oh, my God, like, is this the right thing? And then you go, like, in this downward spiral. I'm sure everybody has that. I just want to know that – I just want you to know that you're not alone. And that you, you know, you shouldn't be, that was, that was the problem. I was trying to do things by myself and I was like freaking out. And that's why I stayed, like started being in this kind of situation because I didn't invest in myself. I had to pay uh, in a different way because I, you know, wasted that time and money um, of not getting the, the right help. And who was like the first person that you kind of asked for that kind of help? Because a lot of people 
kind of close themselves off and don't ask anybody for help at all? Um, I think I would, I, I mean, I think definitely my mother, I mean, I have very, a very strong relationship with her. So I asked her like, what do you think I should do? I really want to make this happen. Um, and, and how, how can we, how can we make this happen? I also am very close with my grandmother too. I like our lady's house. <laughs> so, um, my family lives in, in Germany. Um, so I asked them, I said, yeah, what should I do? I, I'm just so frustrated with everything. I really want to make this work. Mm -hmm. And like you, you know, you were working at the time corporate job. How did they react when you kind of just jump ship? Uh, well, my boss kind of laughed. He kind of didn't take me serious. And basically, <laughs> I called him when I started making my monthly my yearly salary as a monthly salary <laughs> and I sent him it I was like look it, it I guess it is working out for me <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny I don't even know what I was earning back then but like not even not that much and like it was like a yearly salary sitting in an office job like 10 12 hours every single day and I didn't even have a window uh, like doing like nothing like nothing of like great importance you know and then I like thinking about it. Now I still sometimes get those emails from like LinkedIn. Oh, do you want to apply for this? And it's like, wait, that's per year or per month? <laughs> so like, what the hell? Like, why do people do that if they can have their own business? And you, know, some people just get cut from their job and then they're forced to do it. Now, if you're coming from that energy, it's much harder than if you're in a job and you can just slowly replace your income. I'm not saying you have to like do it like me and just like um, quit your job and go crazy like you know I would always recommend get a coach get a strategy together and that's I mean that's what we do like we help you like understand like how much do you need to replace okay um now how do we like how much do you need to charge per client how many clients do you need like you know we, we calculate that to make sure it actually makes sense and it's like backed up with a strategy it's not like okay let's just try a couple of things and you know see if it works out and then you have like three kids at home and a husband that needs to they need to be fed you know <laughs> so well i think that's great that you kind of just jump ship i think it's very rare to see <laughs> someone jump ship like that then you know be you know later on become that person and say hey i did this you know um to someone who kind of like doubted you do you kind of like that people doubt you sometimes or do you not like feed off that type of energy? I must be really honest. I'm not very, I don't know if people doubt me to be honest. Cause I just uh -huh. don't really pay attention to that. I don't, I'm not, I, I used to. Okay. So I was very bullied at school. And for me, I always had a fear what people think of me. Are they judging me? What are they saying about me? Like every time somebody would like, in the background I'm like oh they're talking about me like oh my god like they're laughing at me somebody's laughing they're probably laughing at me they think I'm fat blah 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 um and now I'm just like I really don't care I really don't mind <laughs> like I focused on me I'm like okay when something like that happens I'm like okay well well what can I be grateful for right now and I just kind of look around and then my energy just changes and I let it go mm -hmm. So you don't, you don't focus on anybody but yourself. You kind of focus on the things you're doing and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. I try not to because, you know, you go into this comparison trap as well. I see that happen a lot with a lot of my clients. Um, they go into this comparison game 
where they're like, oh my God, they're doing this already and I'm never going to get there. And it just feels so unapproachable. Like maybe right now it's like, oh my God, what Jasmine has done and you're just starting out, it feels so unapproachable. But it's always going to be that way if you keep focusing on the unapproachable, unless you can focus on the first shift, the first step you have to be taking. Um, and I have a free masterclass that like explains the five shifts to five figures, basic, for free. Focus on the first shift, do the next shift. Don't try and do everything at once because you're going to just burn yourself out and it's not going to be fun, not going to be pretty. And then you're going to give up and then you're going to be even miserable because you thought you tried it and it didn't work. And then that's that, you know, don't do that, please. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, when did you like started not caring about what people think? Did Because I think that's a huge thing because a lot of people care like a lot. Um, it's been a recent, it's been a recent thing. I think almost a year now, hmm. but like really, yeah. Yeah, like a, a year now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it gets stronger every day. You know, sometimes still you like, uh, you think at the beginning like, oh, maybe, maybe, no, I don't care. <laughs> so it's like, it's important that you really let that go because mm-hmm. it's just for what? Who are they? Like, do they have the life you want? No. If they do, okay, maybe it's something you can learn from. But if they don't, then it's not really my concern. Like, you know, you shouldn't be taking relationship advice from somebody who's in a miserable marriage and they feel terrible, you know, because obviously the decisions you make and the the advice you take from people, you should be taking from somebody who's already done what you want or like done what you has what you want and has done what you want to also achieve. Um, So if it's somebody that like, you know, they, they have this incredible coaching empire and they're doing amazing and they're this influencer and they're, I mean, a speaker and this and this and this author. I'm definitely going to listen to what they have to say. If they have like, you know, something to say about me or, you know, that's, that's great feedback. It's not talking and judgment and all that stuff, you know? So there's mm-hmm. a difference. So, so you still kind of like take the feedback, even though it um, is, might well, be negative or not or no? Um. I think, I mean, I think it's a bit of a different thing than what we're talking about. So it's like, if people just talk because they don't have nothing to do, you know, and they, they're upset with their own life. Okay, great for you. Um, but if it's somebody that I respect, which doesn't, I mean, I don't, don't get that a lot that somebody's like, oh, Jasmine, this is terrible. You know, I, I mean, I haven't, unfor- I, I mean, fortunately haven't gotten that yet. <laughs> but I just guess, I mean, it means that you're showing up big and you're starting to, people are starting to have opinions about you, which is great. You know, it means that you're, like, there is no such thing as bad marketing. So it's good that people just go out and, uh, like, say things. So that's awesome. Um, but, you know, you can take it in and then you choose, like, what am I willing to take away from this? You know, um, and what can I learn from this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I think that's the kind of the way to go. What makes you like respect someone, you know, like, or do you always just have respect for everybody? I do respect, I do respect everybody. I think it's, I I mean, I, I, I respect human beings. Like I believe that everybody has a soul and a purpose and like, I think we can learn from anyone. You can learn something from a five-year-old, you know, if it is patience, it is patience, (laughs) but you can learn something from everybody. Um, So I think that's, yeah. And then, I mean, people with great values and and being like 
true and like walking their talk, real people, not like they say they're doing things and then they're doing something else, but they're actually, and also like family oriented and, you know, things like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could, yeah. That's kind of like the, like what I think is the best way of just respecting everybody and kind of, you know, see like how people are. Um, yeah. yeah. So I think that's a kind of a great way to look about it. At it. Um, when, like who are kind of the people that you kind of like, do you look up to people? Uh, like, uh, do you have like certain people that you look up to or aspire to be or anything like that? Um, I mean, there's, um, there's a lot of people that I'm interested in and that I look up to, but I have to be really honest with you, Brendan. I try not to look too much outside. I try to meditate an hour a day and really focus on my internal. I mean, of course there's great people out there that you can like get inspired with. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. She just achieved this. And I check on like Forbes, you know, like all the success stories, but I just don't get too hung up on these kind of things. You know, there's just a lot of great achievements and, oh, this person achieved this, great, you know, and they're still like normal person, you know. Well, we don't know that though, do we? Because it's media. So I try to focus on what is available to me really around me, like what is actually real. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of, that's a good way to go about it. Um, be, do you like journal a lot or do you like write stuff down? Do you, do you have like a to-do list? Like what's your kind of system um, to kind of take um, on the day? Oh, so I definitely meditate, visualize, express gratitude. And then, you know, I do journal and have my um, affirmations, etc. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And do you do that every day or is it like... Uh, oh, yes, of course. Okay. Multiple times during the day. Mm-hmm. And uh, how, how did you add that into your routine or, your, you know, just your life? See, that's the, that's the great question because it's like I don't add it in. I make uh-huh. it a priority. Okay. So it's like just, that is that is like a non-negotiable. This has to happen in order for me to show up. And how did you kind of get into the meditation part of it? Because I feel like that's a really valuable thing for a lot of people. Um, I guess through multiple courses and retreats. And that's a really good question, Brandon. I've never even thought about that. Oh, yeah. I used to have a very short temper. I used to get very, like, frustrated fast and get angry, like, oh, it's not working. Um, And then I just meditated and I realized, wow, this is getting less and less because you have that inner peace. Because I'm very, like, very, very passionate, very, very um, enthusiastic about what I do. And then if it it goes wrong, I get frustrated. (laughs) I'm like, ah. (laughs) <laughs> this should be working. Why is it not working now? <laughs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, you mentioned the, the masterclass. What is that about? Like, Oh yeah. So um, I, I basically created a free masterclass for female coaches, consultants and service entrepreneurs, because obviously I believe in giving back. So I wanted to provide some free content as a gift, as a thank you for having me. <laughs> so um, it's the five shifts to five, figures and it's um it's basically making them understand you know what um what kind of is required to hit those five figures fast rather than wasting their time um on so many different strategies and and just just being confused so i basically put it in a 45 minute um 
uh, webinar, masterclass, you know, um, with a beat. It's a, basically like a step-by-step roadmap to attracting those high-paying clients. Even if you're like completely new in business and nobody's ever heard of you and, you know, understanding why you shouldn't be just selling the coaching and it's not a good strategy to actually build a sustainable business. And then how you can actually start to implement a scalable model to really start serving your clients today and you don't have to wait so much. And then also making sure you can leverage your time through that marketing and can, you know, stand out authority and, you know, things like that in your niche. And then also how to how to overcome that fear of sales and, and you know, how to make sure you have this secret technique of not pushing people, but, you know, operating from your heart and then just doing all of this while actually creating that real impact and putting yourself out there with confidence and just, you know, in an authentic way. So that's really what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely cool. I'll put that in the show notes so everybody can, you know, uh, Absolutely. sign up for so that. It's, jazz, it's jasminemanka.com slash masterclass. Yeah. Um, that should work. I, I sent you the link as well. And yeah, please, anybody, you know, um, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening and, uh, you know, have a wonderful day, I guess. That's what I always say. Bye.